Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Welcome to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems and giving you the real solutions to fix to help you scale your business to the next level. My name is Dr. Alexa D'Agostino, and today we are going to talk about pressure because pressure is one of the most underrated and talked about things for entrepreneurs. I mean, I, I talk about this every single day with my staff, but the number one reason in my perspective, why entrepreneurs fail is not confidence. It's not necessarily mindset, even though I guess you can summarize as mindset. It's, it's pressure. People fold at the pressure when things aren't going right. They're not resilient. They fold at the pressure when there are time crunches. They fail because there's pressure. And what I have found in being in business 17 years and having hundreds of employees is, you know, the people that can handle the pressure are the ones that succeed. And, you know, being an entrepreneur is so difficult. It is so difficult to, you know, be your own boss. You have nobody telling you what to do. You don't have the security blanket of a nine to five and a paycheck coming to you. And that's pressure. There's a lot of pressure, especially as you have a family. I know for me, I have a two and a half year old and luckily my wife does really well and supports me. And, you know, I I've had years building up my income. And so for me, and we have a, a nest egg, so we're lucky, but there's still pressure. So even with me, I have money in the bank. If you know, something happened, I didn't have to work and I still feel the pressure. So when I was 18 and started my first business, I had pressure, but I was young. I really didn't have a lot of expenses. So if I only made 30,000 a year, I would be okay. But now in today's world, you know, I, I think about this a lot. It's a lot harder to start a business now than it was 15 years ago when I did. When I did, there wasn't really internet, like there was internet, but Facebook had just started. People didn't know how to use digital marketing and digital media. And so it was a lot easier back then to sell these services because there wasn't a lot of people doing it one. Two, there weren't a lot of people that really knew how to do it well and get results. And so we had a results-driven firm. And so it was easy for me to start a business back then. And I think it was easier for everybody 15 years ago to start a business. Now, especially since the pandemic, everybody's online. Everyone's an expert. And it's put additional pressure. And it's why 2% of entrepreneurs succeed. And so you know, today I want to talk about that pressure because it's nerve wracking. And again, I, I stress that even me, you know, I have a wife that makes a good amount of money. I have money in the bank and I still feel the pressure to succeed every single day. And it's something that I think is really important to talk about because no matter who you are, where you are, whether you make 20,000 a year or, or 2 million a year, there's still pressure no matter what you do. And it's something that you can't hide from. I personally, like to talk about it. And I talk a lot about this with my staff as well, because at the end of the day, in my perspective, there's pressure no matter what we do. Like today, I have a client and we have to get something done. We have to get it done within the next hour. So literally I'm looking at the clock. They have 62 minutes to get me what I need and there's pressure. So I literally sent them the song by Queen, Under Pressure, Under Pressure, dun, 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 dun. Then, 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 then I literally sent them that song because like, I'm trying to make a joke out of, but it's like, come on, can you succeed 
under pressure. Can you make it happen under pressure? Think about athletes. The most successful athletes succeed under pressure. Look at Mia Hamm. Look at Brandi Chastain. Like, come on. She, she had the whole World Cup on her back. If she made that goal, she was going to win the World Cup for the United States. That is pressure. And she succeeded and did not buckle under pressure. I know for me as an athlete, I didn't buckle under pressure. It's why I was able to climb the ladder to be on the the U.S. Olympic team and play D2 college. I was supposed to play D1, but that's a whole other story. And, you know, so for me, it's why I was able to do what I was able to do and become one of the, the best goalkeepers for my age bracket in the, in the entire United States, because I was able to not fold under pressure. So what I want to talk about is some of the things that I personally do um, to not buckle under pressure. Again, it's something we all do. I even buckle sometimes under pressure. So I want to talk through some of the things that I do. I'm going to give you the, the different ways that I actually handle pressure and the things that I do. So the number one thing that I do is I handle high pressure moments like a game, like a challenge, right? So like I said it just now, you know, my team has literally now 60 minutes. I'm looking at the clock to get this done. So I'm playing it like a game. It's like, who can finish first? And so I, and I'm not talking like, you know, life or death threat or anything like that, but I'm, I'm making it a really fun challenge for myself. Right. So then it kind of takes the pressure off, but yet there is that sense of urgency to get it done because it has to get done, but I I make it a little fun and make fun light of it because you have no other choice really. Right. And so that's one of the things that I do and it works really well. And instead I see pressure situations, not as threatening. Instead, I see it more as, Hey, I got to perform and this is a game. I'm either going to succeed or not. Right. So it's like a Y or N. Am I going to get a Y for yes or N for no? And so when you, when you take the pressure off like that, it makes it feel less dangerous and less pressure. And instead I see it as a challenge. So shifting your mindset to the pressure and more to the challenge. So instead, here's exactly what I say in my mind. So it's like, oh my God, I got to get this done by five. It's like, ooh, I have a challenge. I got to get this done by five. I could do it, right? So I'm shifting my, my language and I'm shifting in how I speak about it, right? So, and when you see pressure more as a challenge, you're, you're more stimulated and looking at and putting your attention towards the challenge rather than the pressure that has to be done. So the other thing that I do, so the second thing is I focus on the task at hand and and not the outcome, right? And so at the end of the day, in order to get an outcome, you have to finish a task, right? If you're going to do ads, it's, it's not the outcome of the ads, it's the ad itself. So I focus on the easiest task first, right? So if I, if I have five things I have to get done and three of them are really easy, two are really hard. I knock out the three easy ones first, right? So think about when a student's writing a paper, right? Sometimes the title is the hardest part. So sometimes I write the title last. I don't sit there and get stuck on the title because it's the most important thing. Sometimes I'll just put whatever comes first and then I'll go back and edit it later. So you always want to try to complete the easy task first. That is something that really helps me make sure that I get done what I have to get done. The third thing I do is take control. When shit is going wrong, I take control because sometimes during these pressure moments, if there's other people involved and they're not getting done what they have to get done, sometimes it's easier to just take control. Now, I don't do that often because I don't want to cut my team at their legs, but sometimes as the owner and CEO, you just have to take control. And at the end of the day, if you're not in control, then you're 
you're not in control of what can happen. And if this pressure moment will, and you will succeed. So in order to take down the pressure, sometimes I just take control of the whole situation and it allows me to feel like I'm more in control of the destiny of the project. Again, I'm careful in how often I do that because I want to make sure that I don't overstep my team too many times, but sometimes I'll come in in the ninth hour and just freaking knock it out of the park because we have to do that. The other thing that I do is sometimes I just take a deep breath and slow down. When we're in high pressure situations, naturally we speed up our thinking and and what we're doing and trying to execute. And you don't want to do that because that creates sloppy work. It creates anxiety, right? So what I do is I take a deep breath and sometimes just tackle one thing at a time. And it's like, again, you're looking at the top of the staircase. I take one step at each stair, every single step of the way. And, you know, things like stress balls, and there are things that can can reduce the stress so that you're focusing more on getting the task done, going back to the other one, right? Get the task done. So sometimes taking a deep breath and slowing down has really helped me to stop and formulate a plan. And sometimes that means shifting gears, putting other people on a plan, rethinking through things. And it's really important to rethink the high pressure situation because obviously you're in this high pressure situation for a reason. So the very last one is share the pressure. Now, as a CEO, I'm not a big fan of sharing the actual pressure, but sometimes talking about it is really helpful. So sometimes when I'm under pressure for something, I talk to my wife uh, as an example, because she's somebody that has a great perspective. She will just listen and let me just get it off my chest. And it allows me to tell her about the pressure that I'm feeling and the anxiety that I'm feeling. And a lot of times she'll calm me down or she'll give me other ideas on how I can get it done. And sometimes bringing a third party in that's kind of outside of the situation allows you to think, because when you are under pressure, and you have stress and anxiety, sometimes you don't think clearly because you are so focused on this one thing and you have this high pressure situation that you're not able to actually think. So those are the things that I do personally when I'm under pressure. As an entrepreneur, you are going to be under pressure. It's inevitable. And you just have to learn how to handle the high stress, the high anxiety, and learn how to come out with flying colors. And if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, those are really good tips that I gave you earlier on how I handle high pressure situations. And I hope that that was helpful for you. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, can you please just give us a five-star review what, wherever you are on Apple or Spotify? I would really appreciate. And if you want access to all of our podcast episodes, you could go to thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. And if you haven't already hit that subscription button so that you could get our weekly podcast episodes on how to scale your business to the next week. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode.